Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where the headlines this week are the US spring wheat crop tour has begun, Russian wheat production is lowered and there's rumours of China buying US maize. The US spring wheat crop tour kicked off in North Dakota this week and initial reports suggest yields down 35% on 2019 with reports of insect damage and crops cut for silage. There was no crop tour in 2020 due to COVID. There's been some talking that the Canadian wheat crop, which has suffered from similar drought conditions and record temperatures, is down 20 to 25 million metric tonnes. The USDA said 30.5 million metric tonnes. Russian wheat yields have started to trend down as their harvest moves northwards and into the spring wheat areas, which normally yield less and which continues to be in the grip of a drought. Production forecasts had already been dropped to 80 million metric tonnes, USDA said 85, with some talking closer to 75 million metric tonnes if spring wheat yields are disappointing. Kazakhstan wheat production prospects are also moving lower, but on the flip side, production in Romania, Bulgaria and Ukraine is potentially 4 to 5 million metric tonnes higher than USDA projections. Taking all of the above into consideration, it is possible that global wheat production is net 15 million tonnes down on current USDA forecasts. Global demand has been slow, in part due to the late EU harvest and Russian taxes, although there are signs that it is picking up following a flurry of activity this week with Egypt, Turkey, Pakistan and Jordan announcing tenders. The consumer buying pattern has been concentrated on their nearby requirements, having been told by the USDA in their first global supply and demand forecasts in May that there would be plenty of everything, which assumed perfect growing conditions and trend yields. Mother Nature unfortunately did not receive that message, which puts the USDA in a difficult position when compiling future reports. They are still forecasting a record US maize yield, despite the drought in the Northern Plains, PNW and Western Midwest. They are still 10 millimetric tonnes too high, at least on their Brazilian maize crop, which will mean US maize exports will need to rise to compensate. They have yet to account for wheat crop losses in the US, Russia, Canada and the Middle East. There are only so many cans you can kick down the road before you need to have a clear-up. Oh, and there are reports that China bought another 1 to 2 million tonnes of US maize in the past week. On to malting barley in this week's headlines. The winter barley harvest continues, mixed weather hampers progress and we've got varied results so far. The winter barley harvest continues with perhaps 70% now cut across the board. Mixed results seen on quality with varied yields across the country. Mixed weather has hampered progress latterly with the forward picture also looking unsettled. Some early spring barleys look set to come in this weekend, weather permitting, as some areas have not seen the rainfall suffered elsewhere. The broader picture sees mixed results so far on the continent. Uh, Domestic markets have been concentrating on filtering out the quality parcels of winter barley and will be keen to see what early cuts of spring barley offer in terms of quality. Domestic values have increased, tracking gains in the feed complex. Oilseed headlines for this week. The markets supported over the week. Canadian canola production has reduced lower and soybean crop ratings are falling. 
Week on week, values have picked up. The main drivers have been the reduction in Canadian canola production. Some now see it closer to 15 million tonnes down from the original ideas of 19 to 20 million tonnes, along with strong gains in the veg oil complex as soybean oil and palm oil have both made gains. Following reports that blending mandates in Argentina were going to be lowered to between 3 to 5% down from 10%, which had weighed on the complex along with a lack of buying interest from the Chinese, the market had looked set to follow a weaker trend before receiving impetus from the ongoing weather issues in North America, impacting both soybean crop reports and the ongoing canola concerns. Closer to home, harvest is very stop-start, with the mixed weather that we've experienced across the UK, meaning the harvest is perhaps two weeks behind usual, adding support to the market in the near term looking for available parcels to move into the crush. Matif Futures sees the nearby August contract drop off the board, with focus switching to the November contract. And pulses, firstly beans, the old crop continues to see an odd inquiry for top-up requirements, but limited to the southern parts of the UK. Elsewhere, old crop requirements seem satisfied. New crop markets have a few notable inquiries this week, with some trade being completed. Premiums have narrowed on the back of the crop outlook, which remains positive, and consumers are keen to wait and see what harvest brings. And for peas, well, the market remains quiet domestically, with again the idea that consumers forecast a good crop and are happy to wait to see samples before making decisions. We still have some buyback contracts available for 2022 crop, so please speak with your open field farm business manager for details. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator starting with feed wheat for July 195 to 210 pounds, November 170 to 176, feed barley for July 143 to 150, November 150 to 156. Oilseed rate for August 445 to 450x and for November 452 to 457x. Beans for August 197 to 203x and November 204 to 210x. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.